So, god damn it. You know how someone says they have something to talk about mm-hmm. and then just leaves the other one hanging at the beginning of something? I feel like this is very yeah. uh, directed at somebody in particular. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel, feel a little like clothes left out to dry, you know, a little bit like that. Hang on one What's second. Hey, that? welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Ken and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. This is the show where we Who talk. The clothes are just hanging on the. This the is the show line. where we talk. They're in the breeze. Over TV shows and, and movies. The shows about our guests. And this week we watched The Blues Brothers. Were we supposed to watch that? Yeah. Yeah. I've watched the extended version. I have no idea what that means. Oh. What would it, I didn't even check. I guess I could have even checked the timestamp to see how much longer that was. Hold on a second. That voice that we just heard is Ryan Hines. Welcome. Hey, buddy. Hello. <laughs> uh, uh, Ryan Hines, you... this guy, such a nice guy. Let me tell you. Yeah. This guy is the reason why I have a guitar. He, he yeah. straight up gave me a guitar. That's right. Which is one of the nicest things anyone's probably ever done for me. Well, like it wasn't that nice, but you it's still, pretty nice. You still have it. Yes, of course I have it. I just played it the other day, in <laughs> he, fact. He pawned it immediately. Is, yeah. that, is that intro riff you playing? No, I oh. wish. That's our good friend, Justin Peters. We Justin. used to have some good uh, little segue riffs from you. Not from that guitar, though. Oh, when I gave a shot of trying to make a theme song? Yeah, I should do that again. That was fun. Yeah, we'll probably insert some randomly in here. <laughs> we'll see how busy, <laughs> how busy jungle, I am. Jungle. That was about the extent of them. It was really quick. I have been working on a, a, uh, a full-on song. What's it called? I don't have a name yet. Do you guys want to hear some of it? Yes. It goes like this. Toot. And that's all I have so far. Mm. Uh, I would maybe recommend recommend one more note. What, uh, what key is that in? I believe it's A. Okay. Is that the only? A, a cause, major. Because it's A note that you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How, uh, how long do I have to be here again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did you sign up for? Ryan's from Ireland, or currently lives in Ireland, I no, should say. Yeah, I'm from here. But yeah, he resides in Ireland, but he won't. He refuses resides? to do. It sounds like I'm dead or something. Like you reside in Ireland. His remains <laughs> reside. In... You know the farm upstate where everybody goes mm-hmm. when they're older. Yeah, his his resting place is in Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> well, my resting place is off the Addison Blue Line right now. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Are you crashing at somebody's place? At Ben's, Sweet Ben's house. Because you're only here for a month or so. Yeah, but that's kind of like a long time to just crash at someone's house. That is a very long time. That happened to me in college. Somebody crashed on my uh, in our apartment for a good at least a month yeah. on the couch. Damn. They pay rent? No. I don't think so, at least. I'm going to pay Ben. Ben doesn't want me to pay rent, but I'm going to leave like, you know, a bunch of money. 500 bucks Damn. in an person. Well, like, come on. He just bought, he bought the house. Uh, oh, a house even. Ooh. Yeah. Well, like it's a townhouse. Okay. So he's got like two extra bedrooms. So he's like, look, it's no problem. I like having you. But I mean, I'm in. I'm infringing. I'm in. My you know. my sister just started uh, Airbnb her basement out. Whoa! Yeah, so she lives Is there in like Evan- a separate entrance. Kind of. I mean, the back door goes directly down into okay. the basement or or up. So it, oh, okay. They tell them to go through the back gate and then yeah. go through that back door. And yeah, she gets like a hundred bucks a night for that. Damn. And apparently, she lives in Evanston. But people are coming in for Lollapalooza and staying the what? entire wow. night out there for some reason. They did not get the memo. Can we that talk about close? Yeah, <laughs> the like garbage people that attend that festival. <laughs> oh my god! Walking to lunch know. today. I don't know. No. If, if I'm gonna uh, ratify that garbage people comment, how many uh, jerseys do you, would you wear out in public? Uh, on I a day wear, no, I'm talking about like I'd wear the tube top and the glitter. Yeah. Okay. okay. The glitter. The yeah. flower crown. Some face paint, maybe. Mm-hmm. 
one of those temporary uh, tattoos that the are henna like a, tattoos. a little bit more uh-huh. permanent, but not a quite. A couple weeks or something yeah. like that. No, since we work in the loop, like you, people get off at the metro station and walk by our office, essentially, mm-hmm. heading towards Lollapalooza. And it's just a sea of wasted teenagers. Youth. Yeah, yeah, those darn youths. Yeah, but I'm like, sick of. that's literally what I said when I saw them not realizing it was for Lollapalooza. I was like, that's a lot of youths. Yeah, What's exactly. Up? And they were probably that's all wasted. That's a different wasted. movie, though. Yeah, <laughs> is, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what movie? That's My Cousin Vinny. Is it? Yeah. yeah. We, we gotta watch that sometime. That's one of my favorite movies. That's one of your favorite movies? Yeah. I I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched that all the way through. I think I've just seen like snippets on reruns. Oh, so well, dang, you're an idiot. <laughs> that's a must see in your opinion absolutely i don't believe that because aunt may's in it too aunt may you're may, you marissa tomei marissa oh, tomei yeah. and like her and spider-man prime. okay yeah you think marissa tomei looks good now you should see her back then yeah holy okay. shit do you dude. like leather spandex leather or spandex i guess those are two different fabrics mm-hmm. uh i've seen that i know what you're talking yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah anyway joe pesci is coming out of retirement <laughs> is, is he uh, did you see the trailer for the irish home alone four no, that's what I was hoping. It's the new Scorsese. It's uh, oh shit, Al Pacino, De Niro, and uh, Joe Pesci. No, oh my god, that's you, incredible. Wow. You say of course, but yeah, what? Pacino has never been in a Scorsese film. This is his first one. He hasn't. It just really? seems like he would be. Exactly. Yeah, it does. <laughs> People have been saying it. Good. Wow, that's cool. incredible. I'm a bunch of old white dudes. Doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, well, it'll probably be great. The oldness is uh, the reason why the movie hasn't been made until now. Really? Because they're doing a lot of aging and de aging. I think I did hear a little oh, bit of that. Yeah. Somebody made it a comparison yeah. to Boyhood. Because this movie, this movie spans like 30 or 40 years or something crazy. Really? Yeah. But anyway, years. Joe Pesci kind of looks like shit. Well, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> but like Joe Pesci looked the same for like 20 years. And right. Now huh? he looks way different. I could see, I could see how that could be But possible. he's also an astounding 20 years older than he was. So I guess it's to be right. expected. Yeah. But he's got gray hair now. Oh, so, what a big... Well, all right. Big. So maybe that's the trailer was the aging that they did. Why is that a big deal? It's just weird because like you haven't seen Joe Pesci since he was but he's the wet bandit. bald, isn't he? No, he's not. Not to be a jerk, but... Oh, no, I'm thinking of when he gets his hair removed in Home Alone. Yeah, then he, he was bald. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you think he'll be good? Be good? Uh, yeah. Do you remember yeah. what it's called? It's called The Irishman. The Irishman. It's based okay. on a book called I Heard You Paint Houses. Oh. Which is, yeah. This is guy... What's his name? Frank something is The Sinatra. Irishman, who I think De Niro plays. And he gets involved with like the Teamsters. And Anyway, we're talking about the wrong movie. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about Blues Brothers and more coming up on the Overtalking Podcast. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. And we're back on the Overtalking Podcast, joined once again by Ryan Hines. That's my favorite line of the movie. Yeah, mine too. I have a poster that says that. That's awesome. I think, Framed. I think you're wrong. No? Yeah. You think uh, that's not my favorite line? What is my <laughs> my favorite line in the movie is the scene where they're uh, rappelling down the tower and they just go hut. Oh yeah, all the soldiers. I make that noise like when I'm walking around the house or like vacuuming or something. That's good. Hey, you guys want to do a shot? Yeah, Ryan, you chose a shot from our dwindling selection. What did you choose? It's a wild turkey bourbon. Is there a particular reason why you chose this over any other thing? Yeah, so my buddy Clay got me a bottle of like really strong wild turkey. I don't know, it had like some. Isn't all wild turkey really one, strong? Yeah, but like this had like a fancy. Yeah, I wish it was 151. That <laughs> uh, had like a fancy. It was a Christmas gift. So okay. I brought it back to Ireland with me. And uh, 
I was saving it for like a special occasion. I uh, I row over there and we won we won a race and uh, so I I broke out the wild turkey. I said, boys, like let's enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And uh, my buddy Andy enjoyed like half the bottle all by himself. <laughs> <laughs> and um, then me and his cousin John had to like drag him out of the bathroom at this place. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, at what place? Okay, so we went to this bar called Ryan's. Your bar. No, it's wow. not, no, no, it's the, you bring the wild turkey with you? No, no, sorry. So, like, we're just drinking to get drunk before yeah. we went out. Oh, okay. okay. I think the kids call oh, it uh, pre-gaming. Pre- pre-gaming. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or pranks. All those utes. That's right, the utes. <laughs> There's never good stories that come from drinking this, I don't think. No. It's never like, I had a great night. No. <laughs> After we split a bottle of this. Yeah, it's it's always ends in it's usually bad. vomit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so, with that said, we should do one. All right, cheers. Drink. What's with the knocking it on the table thing? I don't, I don't get, know. I don't get that. That's a thing. Well, that. why do you do it? It's like you a do cheers it. thing. Why do you do cheers? To like salute your good health. And it's just part of it. I don't know. Uh, it's probably something with like warding off the devil or something. Like most things where you're supposed to make like eye, t- eye contact too when well, you drink. You know, I don't have a, a disorder, so I can't look at both of you at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to put 30 seconds on the clock. And Ryan, we're going to have you describe... For someone who's never heard of or seen the Blues Brothers, what it's about. Ready, go. Uh, there's two guys. They're not really brothers, but they uh, basically are, and they uh, have to save an orphanage. And they're criminals. <laughs> That's they're, it? They're criminals. They're musicians. <laughs> and uh, Musicians so are, is probably yeah, yeah, important like to talk about. Pretty big. So are their friends. Nice. Like, 15 seconds. I'm like the Comcast guy. I'm writing like the one-sentence movie summary. <laughs> the stars. <laughs> two kind of brothers. Two kind of. Let me say. Two kind of brother criminals. Band together Five, with their friends four, to save an orphanage. Three. Okay. And they play music because that's kind of the whole yeah. movie. Oh, sorry. Uh, musician criminals. Musician there you go. Hyphen yes. criminals. Musician hyphen criminals. You don't, it needs the hyphen to describe them? I think it'd just be musician criminals. Yeah, it kind of implies a certain kind of musician, though, I think. In what? They're good? Well, no. If they were good, they wouldn't have to be criminals, too. So. I think they're inherently good. Maybe they're so yeah, good. Yeah. They're stealing your heart. What's the meme with like oh. the, the chaotic good? That's them. I don't, I don't know, know if it's a meme. It's a D&D thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what that is. Well, people have been memeing it lately. Oh, oh yeah? Okay. I'm not very logged on. I don't like how much you yeah, must be. I meme God, on we're Twitter. so fucking old on this yeah. episode. Jesus Christ. You must be, like, pretty shit at your job. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, why did you choose this movie? Uh, I chose this movie because I was shocked that it had not yet been chosen. All right. Good what, answer. What, yeah. What episode is this? 111. Holy shit. You guys do not quit. Yep. Uh, <laughs> 11 is like one of my favorite numbers too so that's oh, auspicious there you go as the chinese would say yeah isn't that ridiculous that this hasn't ever been chosen with I think, how good of a movie this I is i think it's a it's a terrible oversight yeah yeah we've had a, i think there's more movies like that that's so ferris bueller's day off for god's yeah. sakes people come on ah but like see that one you get people kind of like oh it's so overplayed and like i don't care it's so it's good. Still good but like yeah. i i don't think the blues brothers has that problem at all i think everyone just universally likes it that's probably true yeah i didn't realize how much but as I was watching it, I was like, is this kind of considered a musical? There's a lot of songs. It yeah, I think it would be. It's a very dynamic movie. It's an action movie. It's a drama. It's a musical. It's a little bit of everything. It's a comedy. Yeah. It is, yeah, a comedy. Kind of. There's At some the funny parts. Def- there's definitely The whole movie parts. is funny. Yeah. yeah. I know. CJ, on a, on a previous episode, you listed the Blues Brothers as one that you would say is one of your all-time favorite movies i've watched this movie a lot yeah i love i love it i have uh so we have a i have a tradition of over the past few years i always go we pick a blackhawks away game and so we travel to that city and 
go to Blackhawks game. It's a lot of fun. It usually also consisted of always doing karaoke in whatever town we ended up with. And the first year we started in Nashville and uh, cousin Eric and I chose, uh, we beat them to like win, to now be in first place of the blah, blah, blah. And so we decided in a Nashville, Tennessee bar to uh, to choose Sweet Home Chicago as the song to sing while it, while wearing Blackhawks jerseys on stage in front of this packed bar on like the main strip. It was a lot of fun. We did not get stabbed, <laughs> walked good. away unscathed. The announce, the MC even like came on afterwards, kind of like chuckling. I was like, "We we love people from Chicago here to try to save face." I think like that. We love your money. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah, exactly. They notoriously keep do not like here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then years after we went to Miami, uh, I remember being at some karaoke bars. And, and then you, you sang Welcome to Miami. There. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. We skipped the Blues Brothers song for that one. Straight to Will Smith. Yeah. But that okay. has kind of been our thing is karaoke and pick a Blues Brothers song. Cool. It's amazing. I love right. this movie. So you got a cute little, you got a bit. Yeah, exactly. Mm. That's like our bit. Although we, did, we didn't find one last year. We went to Denver or this most recent trip. No karaoke bar. I don't know if we even really tried though. There's so many bars in Denver. Yeah. For being it like a smaller city, there's there's streets where that's all that is on the street is bars. Bars and dispensaries. Bars. Yes. I went to Denver once. Once? Yeah, it kind of sucked. You didn't what? like it? I didn't like Denver at all. Oh. Why? It's just boring. It's why? What do you what? mean? It's you like know. any other city. <laughs> What's boring about it? It was like a communion wafer. It was just plain what? Play, what? No flavor. What did no you do? Added. Yeah, I like I uh, there I for a conference or I something. Went hiking. I went to a yeah, fancy like? yuppie coffee shop. I went to a <laughs> yeah. micro brewery. You, you can get all of those things here. No, I know, but like I don't you know. can't usually hike in a big city. Though it was very. I guess vanilla. it's not a big city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. hiking is so fun. I don't do it ever except for when I'm in Denver. Right. Why is hiking fun though? Uh, it's, it's good exercise and you're it's outdoors. Cleansing for the soul. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, cool to like tr- uh, trudge across snow at one point mm-hmm. when it was like I don't know eighty degrees, seventy degrees outside or something uh-huh. like that. That's pretty cool. I do a lot of hiking, and I've done like week long backpacking trips through the national parks, and like I kind of think hiking is dumb. I think maybe it's because I've only done it for like an hour at a time. <laughs> we yeah. go up and then down yeah. and then call it a day. Yeah, you don't want to do it too long. Otherwise, like, you're right. It's not fun. Yeah, it's so boring. It was an oh, hour, but, and then we went to some fantastic breweries. Nice. But now I go hiking. And I'm like, oh, I'm all sweaty and like. I don't like uh, being sweaty. That's yeah. true. Like it's one of those things. Like, oh yeah, I do hiking. I, I do hiking. Hike. I went for a hike this week. I weekend. do running. <laughs> right, but it's like it's one of those things that like you say that you do and that you're proud of having done there it. it maybe yep, after, there it is. You got it. Yeah. After the fact, <laughs> both of you can fuck off. Um, <laughs> But, like, no one actually enjoys it in the moment, right? Like, no one is jogging and being like, oh, this is so great. And if you do, blast. if you do, you have a disorder. Right? On the way down, it was a lot of fun. Somebody put on some music on their phone, and we, we like, jogged all the way down. The way down sucks. What are you talking about? That's the easiest part part is going downhill. We we like halved the amount of time it took us to go up by like basically jogging the entire way down. All right. It's settled. You're wrong. Yeah. And uh, moving on. All right. Move on. Why is that the bad part? Because it just hurts. It hurts your knees. All of it hurts your knees. Oh, my God. Existing hurts your knees. This is the oldest episode. (laughs) We were talking about uh, nihilism earlier, too, uh, at dinner. (laughs) Yeah, Nihilist Lebowski. (laughs) We had some very fun conversations. I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was a frank conversation. It was very frank. (laughs) It was a kind of conversation you have with a friend. Like, you know, you're going to be friends after the conversation. Yeah, you go past the bullshit, not just like, yeah, so things are fine. (laughs) 
we talk about the real stuff like what's our purpose on this planet wow <laughs> yeah that life is like, meaningless when you pee do you hold it with your left hand or your right hand not both like you know that scene in gattaca <laughs> at the end of gattaca right where the doctor is like by the way lefties hold it with i think he says their left hand that's in a movie gattaca why Gattaca's have you seen good, gattaca yeah, Gattaca's yeah. Good. right and like Okay, Gattaca, like Jude Ethan. Law. I just know oh, somebody God. yells Gattaca. Uh, the, no, they don't yell Gattaca. No, that's not even from no, the movie. No, I swear that's from something. You're full of shit. Um, that's from something, but it's not. Gattaca. God, uh, I don't want to unpack Gattaca, but basically, Ethan Hawke is pretending to be someone he's not, and mm-hmm. he's got to go see this doctor like like once a month or on the regular for years to like prove that he is someone he's not. And at the end of the movie, after Ethan Hawke has accomplished his goal. The doctor reveals that he knew that Ethan Hawke was someone he's not the whole time, and that was he was rooting for him. It's a very good payoff. Huh. And I'm kind of doing it. I think I kind of spoiled it. you got to watch it. Well, well not but now. Anyway, <laughs> the, the payoff is that like, no, it's, Ethan Hawke is pretending to be a different hand than he is, and so he's holding it with the wrong hand. And uh, How did that, Why did they see because that? Because the, he does a they urinalysis. They watch when they... Peed. They, they, yeah. yeah, he does like a drug test or something, and the ah, doctor has to watch. You can do a drug test without watching. No, but to no. make sure they're not tampering. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. This conversation right now is like that Seinfeld episode where they they don't mention it the whole time. The one they won the Emmy for. <laughs> like, oh, I lost the bet. They won an Emmy for that episode? Yes. Really? That's wow. a great episode. For that one? Uh, it is, but that specific episode? Yeah, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. I think it's just called The Bet, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That is a good one. Huh. Have you have you gone back and rewatched Seinfeld all the way through? Well, no, because I don't get it on TV anymore. So, oh, there's ways to watch TV shows. It hasn't right, made well, it I'm to n- Ireland yet. I'm not going out of my way to watch Seinfeld. <laughs> I did it a couple of years ago. Watched from the start to the beginning, or from the beginning all the way. to the How end. many seasons? Nine. Nine. Yeah, nine seasons. I like Seinfeld. I really like Curb. I love yeah. Larry David. Mm-hmm. He's so. better, I think. Do you guys watch? Do you watch comedians in cars? Then no, I mm. think that sucks. <laughs> there's it's, some are it's, not great it's like a give or take it, yeah i Sorry. just usually pick the ones the guests that i like yeah, and watch those yeah yeah that's a little harsh i think some of it is good uh-huh some of it is not very funny it's not it's yeah. not but I, I don't know if it's meant to be funny all the time true i yeah. do like because they constantly leave in the like silent pauses and then acknowledge that and they leave all of that in well like i think comedians are not very fun people to be around I don't know about that. I no, I think so. I think as a rule, comedians are kind of like depressed and uh, introverted well, and cynical. That yeah, and but that's when what makes them funny. But when they're on, they like turn. They it like on. they like playing games. Yeah, they like yeah. having fun. Yeah, that, maybe it's when they're around their own people. I think that's when it comes out more. It's basically, they're commiserating the whole time. Yeah. Is what I think that is. Uh, yes and no. It felt like, I mean, like especially on comedians on cars, they do commiserate a lot. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I'm not saying that's yeah. not part of it. That's a common like, stereotype that, yeah, most stand-up comedians are depressed. The past year, I have started listening to Bill Burr a lot. And Bill Burr has uh, a podcast. I'm sure you know. Oh, yes. Monday morning yeah. podcast. Yeah, almost as big as ours. Yeah. Uh, He's getting there. Yeah. And it's it's good in the background. And then, like, there's this guy on YouTube, Alan Palin, who's very funny. And, like, will Bill Burr will go on tangents. Like a Sarah's minute, brother? He, no. Okay. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> but, like, Bill Burr will go on, like, a 10-minute tangent. Or, like, someone will write in about love advice. And uh, so this Alan Palin guy, like, will look up the thing that Bill Burr is talking about and show you, like, the video clips in line with him talking. And it's pretty good. And then you get it distilled into, like, an eight or nine or ten minute video clip. Uh, and it's a good way to consume your Bill Burr. But anyway, Bill Burr is kind of like a miserable fuck. Oh, absolutely, um, yeah. At least he was. He's been doing the podcast for, like, ten years. So he started out as a single guy. And now he's married and has a young daughter. 
I think it's a daughter. Um, I didn't know he had a kid. But it's very funny to like, because you'll listen to them. You might listen to one from 2009, and you might listen to one from 2018 back to back. And it's funny to listen to how he has uh, lightened up. Evolved as huh. a person. Now that he's got, you know, now that he's married and has a family and all has, stuff. Has the life. He's That's, less, he's much less miserable. His entire show, F is for Family, is just him being mad the entire, ep- like every episode. Well, that's that's got to stay on brand, right? Yeah, that's true. There's certain good, some of those episodes are good. Some are, uh, yeah, it's just a lot of people just being angry. I've never, I've never watched that. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's fine, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, like I said, there's some good ones, some weird ones. Hey, Blues Brothers. Yeah, what about oh, yeah. it? Would you guys think you're a Jake or an Elwood? <laughs> Elwood, for sure. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I would never go to jail. Ryan? I'd be the like more responsible one picking okay. up the person from jail. Mm. I don't know. Like Definitely a couple of years ago, I would have said uh, Elwood, and now I'm not so sure. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I feel like you might be more Now I more get myself Jake. into trouble sometimes. Yeah. And I yeah. Can see... Yeah. Like, you're saying you're it's the 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 country has made you more no, relaxed. No, 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 I'm not saying that. Well, like I think move like the experience of moving and like kind of like getting rid of all your shit mm-hmm. and uh going somewhere where you don't know anyone. That yeah. is definitely starting yeah. a new loosened chilled me out a bit. Yeah. Cuz I think I used to be way up my own ass. Hmm. Did you say it's for the best? I'm sure people listening think I'm way up my own ass. Uh <laughs> for the I think so. I yeah. do. Yeah. Okay. I've never had a, a guest to tell me to <laughs> What did you say? Stop it. Stop it. Stop I, like, it. I liked that. <laughs> That's a first. That was good. What? No, I like it. Taking charge. Yeah. Taking charge. That's what friends are for, right? That's that's true. We were discussing that at dinner before this, that friends are really there to call you out on your bullshit. They're the only people you can really trust because they you that's a good friendship is being able be yeah. Like you can say some mean things. Well like okay, you can say mean things in like a fun way. But like, which you do constantly. They come from a place of love. Yeah, you know? and, and at the end of the they're day, they're still going to stick by. No it. matter how mean you are, uh, they know that like you're you mean well. Yeah, you're saying those things out of love, even yeah. though they're very hateful and make well, you feel bad. Well, sometimes it's just more fun to say things in a hateful <laughs> way. I think this is describing our entire friendship. <laughs> Could be. Gosh. I have to bring it back to Blues Brothers. What's your favorite part of the movie? Favorite part? Sorry, oh. he was asking me. Oh, yeah, sure, go ahead. Of course. But I you're d- not ready? <laughs> you you brought it to you, but you're, you don't have an answer? No, like, see, I was thinking about this, right? And I have a list in front of me. That's true. Uh, he wrote oh, down okay. notes. And you can hear the paper rustling. Uh, and, like, really, Blues Brothers is, is, not to sound like an asshole, but, like, a very complicated movie. And the, it's a movie of many scenes and vignettes and what, however you want to call it. I do like the mall chase scene. Mm. Oh, have you seen there's somebody on YouTube recreated that entire thing in, in Legos. Lego? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing. Like and then they show the shot for shot. It lines up perfectly. Oh, that's it's so amazing. Cool. Everyone should go look that up. It's that's like, awesome. That's like dudes like pissing away their twenties in Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Reenacting the but Blues this Brothers. Is Lego. Yeah. yeah. I, I respect the hell out of those people that made that. You've made it's something really of incredible. yourself if you do that. Yeah. Yeah. I also just forgot how much of this movie is just car chases. Oh, yeah, a large majority of it. I forgot how long this movie is. That's what I was it's saying. two and yeah. a half hours long. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. It is a thrill ride. Like, it's a comet. Like, we, we've already, we, we said this, but, like, mm-hmm. there's the there's the initial chase when they get pulled over and he's driving without a license or valid yeah. license. That, that leads to the mall chase. Mm-hmm. Then there's the chase after uh, Rawhide when the Godot boys are chasing Rawhide. them. And then there's the big chase at the end, mm-hmm. which I believe, if I'm not wrong, at the time, 
It was the biggest car chase in, in Hollywood history. I was about to ask yeah. that. I thought, like, as I was watching in that, I was like, did this set a record for most cars crashed in a movie or that something That could like very that? well be. I, I know at least it is for Chicago because Chicago was not a big production movie area yeah. yet. Until, until this man. Yeah. Or really, this movie, though, was, was the first big one. And apparently a lot of people kept calling in the police because they would see parts of the car chase stuff. Oh. And they would be, like, very concerned. Gotcha. So, like, not to recite the Wikipedia page, but I'm I'm pretty sure that, like, that scene where they're driving underneath, I was it, Wells or one of the streets Wacker. where the, the, no, no, where the oh, L. Oh, under the, the L? The L tracks gotcha. are overhead. Okay. And, like, they show the Speedo and the Speedo says 80. Mm-hmm. Like, they were they were doing that for real. Yeah. Uh, That's, I know, yeah. that, that I think is the most, like, jealous, one of the top scenes that I've been jealous of is being able to drive under the L and around Chicago yeah. at that high speed, I think would be just That's a blast. Awesome. Could you rename this movie Car Chases and Music? Probably, yeah. That'd I don't be an know. Accurate I don't think it'd be the same. No? No. Blues Brothers. It's, it's not a, as catchy. It's a little bit catchy. certainly not it's as catchy. The Blues Brothers. It is. Okay. Okay, but nobody says the the. I know. Right? It's yeah. like uh, Justin Timberlake in the Facebook movie. Lose the the. Justin Timberlake <laughs> in the Facebook movie? Yeah. He's playing the Napster yeah. guy. I don't know what the hell the Napster guy's name is, but it's JT, and he's telling <laughs> yeah. you know Jesse Eisenberg... Like lose that, the thought. Yeah, you yeah, the yeah, face yeah, I know. And then he leaves and like bangs like three girls at the same time. <laughs> I, yeah. I thought That's you were referring great. to the movie as a whole as you would rename it Justin Timberlake and the Facebook. No, no, sorry. It's just that one scene in the movie. Yeah, and, where like, he tells them to lose the Or JT's character is so over the top, yeah. <laughs> but I guess JT is a kind of over the top guy. So Yeah, he it's only uh, no, some comedy roles, I guess, for a little bit. But even those yeah, he's playing. He's on over SNL the top. all the time. Yeah, that's kind oh, of an understatement. I meant movies. I respect JT and the fact that he likes to poke fun at himself. All the shit he did with Andy Samberg and that. In the in their the Lonely Island. Yeah, yes, that, stuff. that stuff was great. Yeah, and their things in a box. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, there's no swearing on this, is there? There's fucking no fucking swearing. I think I've already broken the yeah. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by. Are you tired of shitting yourself all the time, pooping in awkward situations, walking around with a loaded set of underwear? We've got the solution for you. That's right, try the catcher's mitt. It's a once-daily suppository that totally blocks you up. Put it in before you leave, take it out when you brush your teeth at night. Easy. It just slides out and safe into home. The catcher's mitt. Well, oops. Do you guys know what time it is? I think so. I think it's time for... Oh, wow. I can't believe I don't remember which one it is. CJ, can you help me out? What a surprise! No, that's that's this one. Hey, did you do it? Got it. <laughs> That's right. It's the part of the show where we do trivia and we pit our guest head to head against CJ to see who knows the most about the movie we watched. Hmm. My guess is I will lose. I don't know. I mean, you're you're a pretty big fan of this movie too. Me yeah. versus Box of Rocks. It doesn't. Yeah. yeah. Just because I'm a fan doesn't mean I know anything. True. And Ryan did kind of show his hand a little bit that he read the Wikipedia page. Oh, I haven't. No, I haven't read it. Well, I have definitely read it, but In I the haven't past read day. it recently. Okay. Yeah. All right, so I actually have a lot of trivia for this one because okay. I, I really like this movie. Uh, so first, first question, one Blues Brother was paid double what the other was paid for this movie. Oh. Who earned more? Jake. Yeah, are we supposed to say it out loud? Yes. Okay, yeah, well, John Belushi clearly made more. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he did. He, he made a huge drug problem. He made half a mil. Yeah. And yeah. Half Aykroyd, a mil? Yeah, and Dan Jesus. Aykroyd only made uh, 250000 Good God. It's $1980 too. Yeah. Wow. Like 79 or rolling in it. But like really it was Belushi's thing from the, well, I don't know. He was huge. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. In that era. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, next question. How many bluesmobiles were used in the filming of the Blues Brothers? Oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all the 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 ramp scenes. Five. Uh, they're flying through the. Yeah, that's it. I'll say six. Yeah, CJ's closer. I was thirteen. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I've seen one of the Bluesmobiles at the uh, the Volo Auto Museum in Volo, Illinois. Cool. It's a very cool place. Uh, my dad and I used to go a lot, but like they got all these old cars. Like the Batmobile is there. Oh dang! The so- cars from uh, Fast and Furious are there. Oh, or at least they were like ten or fifteen years ago. That's nice. cool. I don't know if they still are. Which Batmobile? Uh, the old, like the, the Adam, Adam West. West. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Adam West. That's awesome. You guys ready for the next question? Yes. Mm-hmm. A portion of the film's budget went towards what illicit substance? Cocaine. Cocaine. Yeah, cocaine is so, correct. Yeah, John Belushi. Yeah. Literally, they budgeted for cocaine for John Belushi. Wow. Uh, John Landis, the director, although often would go into his trailer and flush it, it down the toilet. Oh. And uh, I read about one instance that he did that, and John Belushi came back in and like was scrambling to get it and then like cried in his arms and well, was apologizing is he was kind of a kind of a wreck let's not yeah. forget that carrie fisher was also in this movie she was yes. and that carrie fisher incredible had the coke nail in star wars so uh oh there's i think there's a couple scenes where people have like made them stills and like look at carrie <laughs> fisher's pinky um i did not in, know that well, rest in peace yeah dan Aykroyd and carrie fisher got engaged like shortly after this film yep Damn. And there's that scene where, like, they, uh, after they do the the big performance at the end, they crawl out of, like, the sewer or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And then, like, Carrie Fisher's there Uh and he gives her the big kiss and then he just drops her in the mud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that. They they never explain that love story. No. She's just uh, out for revenge. With a rocket launcher. Yes. Yeah. With a full rocket launcher. You forget that, right? This is a comedy Uh slash drama about two guys trying to save an orphanage, and there's so much carnage in it. Yeah. Right? They blow up a a huge, like a building. Yeah. A full blown building. With an RPG. That they never make mention of who she is or why. Why does she have the RPG? Yeah. (laughs) Why is she after Jake in general? It's absurdist humor. It's great. Yeah. All right. Next question. The director, John Landis, made an appearance in this film. Who. Did he play in the film? You get two tries, and then I'm just going to tell you. I have no idea. Was he one of the good old boys? He was not. CJ? Oh, good. Was he Bob? I don't know who that is. The owner of the bar where the oh. good old boys were supposed to play? No, he wasn't. Was he one of the Illinois Nazis? Nope. And CJ? Oh, dang. Um, What other group is out to get them? Was Oh, was he uh, like a soldier? No, but that is the closest one, though. He was a police officer, specifically the one in the car that got flipped upside down oh. during the mall chase. Where they're spinning around? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I forgot, when I was re-watching this, too, I, I forgot that when he gets pulled over and leaves the cop and that ensues that entire car chase, I forgot that that's so early in the movie. Like, yeah. already it's like, oh, we've established the entire point of this movie within the first five minutes mm-hmm. of the movie, and then it's just car chases from there on out. <laughs> Pretty much. Right after. <laughs> right to the Car point. chase yeah. to different place to car chase. To yeah, to a song and musical <laughs> yeah, dance right. and then to car chase, yeah. <laughs> they just get right to it. I love it. That's the connective tissue of this movie is car chases. Mm-hmm. All right, next question. How many pages was Dan Aykroyd's original script for the Blues Brothers? Uh, And just to give you a frame of reference, because you probably would have no idea. No. uh, Typically, a film script is about a page per minute of screen time. Okay, so you're saying like the whole movie, not Aykroyd's speaking part. Correct. The The entire film, which Dan Aykroyd did the first draft of. So I'm trying to do the math of a, a page a minute. 
It's a two-hour movie. Two and a half hour movie. Is it a and a half? I thought it was like two eighteen or something. Well, okay, yeah, I rounded up a little bit. Okay, maybe actually, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'll say a hundred. Okay, yeah, CJ's closer. It was three hundred and twenty-four, which is considered way too much. Jesus Christ, Dan. Yeah, um, and then they they brought it down. I lot, figured like he rewrote it. But yeah, he sat down. I was like, oh no, we're gonna fill this in. But I guess he did sit down and fill apparently fill all of it in very well with, thought it out. Yeah, with what though? Like and car chase number three. Yeah, did he write out page. every musical number two? Yeah, or how it kind of seems like a movie like an eighth grader would write. Yeah, like, it's yeah, it's kinda, the perfect combination let's get back of like in the time machine, like comedy. you know, fifteen twenty years. And yeah, like, all right, let's make a movie. Uh huh. Yeah, and that's like, true. You're in the drama club. My dad works on cars. <laughs> you're like the bad influence, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. Just, that yeah. that sounds right. I probably did see this in high school or something. Really? I don't know. Oh, uh, I remember the day I saw this. So my dad's a my dad's a fireman, and so he you know he works a twenty four hour shift and he gets two days off. So as a kid, it was nice because he was around a lot, hmm. and um, like we'd go to Home Depot and like work on a lot of bullshit projects around the house. But then sometimes we go to we go to the library too, and rent a video from the library. So I remember one day he and I go to the library without my younger sister. And uh, he's like, okay, we're going to watch Blues Brothers this afternoon. But you can't tell your mom. And I was probably only like five years old or something. <laughs> That's, and, yeah, uh, maybe a little young. No, but I just remember like sitting in the basement with him watching it. And That's it was awesome. the greatest thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That also sounds like maybe he just wanted to watch the movie. Yeah, oh, probably. he definitely. Well, no, he and wanted. You were there. He wanted to watch. The, he wanted to like explain to me all the and, like all the funny like, parts. See, like this is Maxwell Street, and like this is what this means, and like you know. By the way, in Skokie, there were all these Nazis, and oh, uh, gotcha. That's cool. And like, I'm just sitting there, like, uh huh. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, yeah, frame of reference for anything. Sounds good. <laughs> I just thought of a new trivia question. The studio was pushing to replace one of the performers uh, with the band who performed the song Car Wash. Okay. Like, working at the oh, car yeah, yeah. wash. I think uh-huh. it's that song. I'm not positive. What performer did they want to replace like which instrument did he play can i say that is that easier no what do you mean what performer was it aretha cj oh like something like that oh yeah but yeah probably aretha yeah yeah, well, it was aretha. yeah that makes sense you kind of gave it because that song is sung by a lady yeah yeah but then afterwards the studio uh pushed to get aretha franklin a uh Grammy? No. What's the what's the movie award? Oscar nomination? Oscar? I think I think she got an Oscar nomination for Blues Brothers. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, that's a very authentic part. Yeah. Yep. Well, I don't know authentic, but like it's very. You better think. Yeah, it's nice. It's a great scene. It is. It is. It's amazing. It's a great song. And that guy, Matt Guitar Murphy, I forget his real name, but they're all like I wish that was all the members name. of the band were musicians first and actors second. Yeah, because like, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, they're definitely playing. Yeah, but like, because awesome. Belushi started the Blues Brothers as like an SNL kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And they were like touring and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we got something here. We'll make the movie." Which I think people. I don't know. Well, that's I, a perfect I, segue I to my that. next question. In what year did the Blues Brothers first make their appearance on SNL? Seventy-seven. Oh, okay. So Dang. That that sounds right. Seventy-nine. Uh, uh, neither of you get the point because it was 78. Oh, okay. Oh, so close. Or you both. I don't know. Whatever. In that same year, the Blues Brothers released their debut album titled what? And this is multiple choice. Was it Sunglasses and Blues? Is it, uh, sorry, A, Sunglasses and Blues. Yeah. B, A Briefcase Full of Blues. 
Mm. C, the Blues Brothers. D, Red, White, and Blues. <laughs> I'm picking B. It's, I like all the Bs. It's not D for sure. <laughs> I think they just went with the Blues Brothers. Okay. Ryan's correct. Their first album was A Briefcase Full, briefcase full of Blues, although their first studio album was Red, White, and Blues. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. Mm. Uh, bad choice on them. That, that's dumb. <laughs> I think it's great. <laughs> I guess they're self-aware that it is like humor yeah. and okay. Although that does sound like a fake answer of makeup. Yeah, exactly. All right. How are we doing on points here? We're tied. Okay, oh, perfect. I'm, I'm not keeping score. I am. Okay. Here's the tiebreaker. What is the Rotten Tomatoes tomato meter score in oh. percentage closest without going over for Blues Brothers? Oh, and just for boy. new listeners, the tomato meter score is the critics score. Yeah. Of all time, I think. Is it tomato meter or tomatometer? Yeah, that one. <laughs> oh. That's the tomatometer. Shit, is that right? Aluminium. Um, <laughs> no, it's not right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with. <laughs> to go back and edit 100 episodes. Oh, I was going to say like 86. I'll say, I'll say 86. There's always like a couple of assholes out there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I set the rules as close without going over, so neither of you get it. Unfortunately, it was 83%. <laughs> ah. Uh, uh, Should so be higher. Next question, and this is, has to be the final one, so it's just closest. What is the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes? For 91. This film? 92. 92 is the correct ah! answer. Ooh! Ryan's our winner. So close. I'm surprised I did that well, to be honest. Yeah, you guys both did very well. I feel this guy's smarter than me, so I just assumed he knows everything. That's no, really he did not read true. the Wikipedia. You shouldn't ask my mom. <laughs> Maybe that'd be. Did we miss any of your, your notes, yeah. by the way? I you, have. You uh, scribbled a lot. I have chase scenes, vulgarity, <laughs> action. <laughs> you just described action genres of the Sorry, movie. It's action exclamation! Uh, <laughs> Maxwell Street, Illinois Nazis, and then uh, I, I wrote down quote, quotables. <laughs> Quoted, yeah, you know, like potent, uh, SNL, potent, uh, yeah, SNL yes. Celebrity Jeopardy, yeah. and uh, you just had one of them. Like this movie is full of very good quotes. Yes. Yeah. Illinois Nazis. Uh, I say orange whip, orange whip, orange yeah. whip. Yes. Yeah. All the time. Shout out to local brewery Cobra Lounge, or sorry, All Rise Brewing, which makes a orange whip wheat beer that is always at Riot Fest, and that is my go-to Riot Fest beer. Sweet. There you go. And it, they have a big picture of John Candy uh, on the label. I also have Pier One Imports written down. <laughs> The new Cadillacs are mm. Oldsmobiles. The new Oldsmobiles. It. It's full of good quotes. And of course, who could forget? Is it time for ratings? I think it's time for ratings. Ratings. Ryan, on a scale of one to ten, what would you rate ten. the Blues Brothers for you? <laughs> All right. Yeah! Why a ten? I can't even be object. I just explained to you the significance of having growing up, yeah. and uh, I mean, besides that, it's a standalone good movie. So. 10. All right. Good answer. CJ, on a scale a of 1 to 10, was you... a 10. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the, I love this movie. It's the perfect blend of all of those genres. I can't tell you how many times I've listened to every single song that they've ever come out with. Wow. It's oh. fantastic. That, yeah, I used, I used to have it on a MP3 disc when I had an MP3 nice. CD player. Wow. And I would listen to that We're constantly. so old. We yeah. had the, the record, like the Blues Brothers. Oh, the album that's was, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I need to find that somewhere. Um, but you just reminded me of another thing that I wrote down, which was France, which has nothing to do with Blues Brothers, but has to do with a time I was in France. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Should I tell the story? Or was, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I went to France like two years ago, and my Speaking buddy. Speaking of red, white, and blues. Yeah, my buddy was living there, and um, the flag. 
Yeah. Yes. So my buddy's working for a French company. He's living there for a year. And uh, me and my other buddy went to go visit him. And uh, he and his, he's dating this French girl. They're now married. So congratulations. Uh, he did well. Um, no, I mean, like, she's a really, she's a cool girl. Uh huh. Like, There's yeah. so many characters already. I've, yeah. I've lost track. Okay. So <laughs> let, I'll introduce the characters. The, the guy we went to visit is another guy called Andrew. Not Andy, but Andrew. This is the fifth person? And uh, I'm lost. me and my buddy, my best friend growing up, Donnie Walnuts, um, okay, went to go I'm visit not, him. So hold I'm on. Like, no, no, is we're going to breach actually, past that. Is this actually Donnie Wahlberg? No, Donnie. I, need I said to know. Donnie Walnuts, like Polly I, Walnuts from The Sopranos, but we called him Donnie oh, Walnuts. Oh, okay. Because the guy's name is Donald, and like he never went by Don or Donnie. Always you like, went by Donald? Donald. See, which he's the duck. It's his choice. Pantless. But it's also like Donald is kind of hard to say, and you kind of sound... Like, listen to yourself say say Donald. Yeah, Donald. Say Donald. Donald. It's an ugly name. Donald. Well, like, yeah. I, it's a family. He's, like, the third in his family. Oh. So I don't want to, like, shit on the name Don. But, like. But we will. But, it, yeah, we will. Yeah. In but your, let's uh, just say that Donnie is much more fun to say. Yeah. So we can call him Donnie Wallets. Yeah. Anyway, Donnie Wallets and I went to go visit Andrew in France. And uh, the whole time, Andrew speaks French and had been living there almost a year. So the whole time, we're there, like, a week. He is showing us around. And, like, speaking all the French for us and, like, ordering and shit. Anyway, Andrew and his now wife got into a little tiff. And so the three of us were out drinking, and Andrew, like, takes a phone call. And, like, Donnie Wallace and I look at each other, roll our eyes, like, "Uh uh-oh. And then Andrew comes back. He's like, guys, I got to go. And it's it's only, like, midnight at this point. And this is our last night in France. It was planned to be, like, the big, you know, let's have a night out. Yeah. What do they say? The nights you can't remember with the people you can't forget or whatever. That corny shit is. So... Andrew leaves, and now it's Donald and I who speak no French at all. And we're sitting there, and like, I, I guess you know, Donald's kind of a quiet guy. I can be kind of a quiet guy given the situation. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're just sitting there, like, all right, we got to go somewhere. And so we went to this bar, and it was, it was, you could tell right away it was kind of like a local bar. It was pretty full, and we got seats at the end of the bar, and we're just sitting there drinking by ourselves, basically being miserable. Like we've been with, we'd, we'd been sharing a pullout bed, like a, a couch bed <laughs> okay. for a week. So uh. we're, we're both sick of each other. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, yeah, how about them croissants, right? Like, <laughs> basically, like, you know, this this guy is basically the closest thing I've had to a brother my whole life. And, uh, like, we can't think of anything to talk of. So we're there for, like, 30 minutes. And uh, I order a second beer. And I bump this guy sitting next to me. And I go, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And, uh, you know, I'm speaking English because this is my reaction. Like, yeah. yeah. And he goes, oh, you're American. And I'm not even going to try to do his accent because it was crazy. And so this guy spoke a little bit of English, not a lot, but uh-huh. definitely more than I spoke French. And um, so we started talking and uh, he had a buddy with him and his, the buddy with him spoke no English. And Donnie was basically not a participant in the conversation either. <laughs> so it was me and this guy talking, sitting right next to each other. And then like we'd look at our friends every once in a while and they'd nod. Like, That's they're, it. Like, <laughs> yes, their, yeah, their participation. We're, we're participating, right? I am here. Anyway. I exist. The bartender, Max, speaks English. And so every, like me and this guy start talking. I can't even remember this guy's name. I remember the bartender's name. But like we start talking. We're buying each other's drinks. And um, it turns out like 20 years ago, he had been to Chicago. He's like, oh, I love Chicago. Uh, and Blues Brothers is my favorite movie. Uh, and I'm like, 
fuck you. No way is it your favorite movie. He's like, no, it's my favorite movie. And so we start talking about the scenes, right? Like just like what we just did. And then we were both looking at each other and we are reaffirmed in our Blues Brothers faith. <laughs> and we found common ground in the like in the most unlikely of places, yeah, right? Yeah, that's uh, amazing. A bar in Paris at 2 a.m. And uh, this guy, by the way, was not French. He's Corsican, which he's like technically French, but Corsica is like, an, it's where Napoleon is from. And so he huh. says to me, like, I'm not French, I'm Corsican. I'm like, oh, like Napoleon. And he goes, no, 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 he's from like the, I forget if it was the north or south part of the island, but this guy was from the other end of Corsica. Oh, so he, he was and having none of it? Yeah, he is like, like that guy. right? So what's that saying? All politics is local? Like, yeah. It's just funny, like, shit never changes. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, so we're buying each other drinks. Max is translating whenever we get stuck and we're getting stuck a lot this is like only this is the kind of conversation you only have when you're drinking a lot mm-hmm. and uh, it's just amazing how alcohol breaks down barriers <laughs> yeah. right? it, it's it's coming up on like three or four o'clock and the bar is shutting down and so like we've been we've bought each other like three or four rounds of drinks and uh, max has been like kind of whenever he doesn't have to get someone to drink he's kind of like listening in and smiling whatever and uh, at the end of the night i handed max my phone i said hey will you play the song and it was everybody needs somebody to love. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so the song comes on and this guy stands up and looks at me and like grabs me and, and we yeah. both stand up and start dancing and clapping. Right? So, everybody. And he starts singing and then the French guy next to him starts singing in like perfect English. Like he's singing the song. Like, wow. Everybody. Wow. The guy doesn't speak English. He just knows the song. Dang. And then the whole bar starts dancing. That's awesome. And it turns out that this guy and his buddy are like regulars. Like keep in mind, they're sitting all the way at the back of the bar, right? They look like they're a fixture on the wall. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're just part of the place. And so everyone knows them. And the song comes on, they're dancing. Everyone's like looking down like, what the hell is going on? And so people like make a line. Like, you know, you go to a wake and you make the line and like, you're like I'm very sorry for your loss. Yeah. They make a line, but it's a line to come dance with these two guys <laughs> and uh, close down the bar. So like we danced for like two minutes to that song and, wow. then, uh, and we left and passed out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. That's cool. And like that movie is beloved all over the internationally. world. Internationally. Dang. Yeah. That's, I'm so happy to hear that. That's yeah. amazing. It's That's a great time. I got, I'll show you guys a picture later. This, but yeah. we, the four of us got a picture together. Cool. The soundtrack is incredible. I love, they're all catchy. They're all fun. Like, they it's all great. hold up. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. This movie's great. Ken, did we get to your rating? No, we didn't. Oh, and sorry. I, sorry. I really hate to bring it down from this oh, just Ken. euphoric Boo. high, but I... You know what Ken is? Ken is an Illinois Nazi. <laughs> No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, hold on. So my rating is is actually going to be a ten, though. <laughs> I take it back. Uh, I take it back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes! this, at one point, this was one was my favorite movie of all time, and yes. was a big reason why I like stuck with music all through high school. Was nice. Oh. Like, just really, I listened to it so much, and really, really love this movie. Oh, yeah. It's very, very funny. Yeah, I'm. I was looking through my my Blu-ray cases because. I could have sworn I, I just didn't understand how I didn't already own it. I own it on DVD, but the DVD sucks in terms of quality, so I still tried to grab a, a better copy. Okay, but yeah, I definitely own this one. Yeah, I I need to I need to purchase it because it's it's definitely up there. Does Blu-ray make old movies better? I mean, it's clear. Is yeah, it? It's better picture. Is it a little bit? I I just not, don't know. Not since just a little bit. Like... I mean, it's it's a better picture. Okay. Yeah, because it's know, filmed but... on old technology and all that. I didn't it's know filmed if on they make film. And make it Which that much is better, better than everything. Okay, so yeah, it's it's higher quality. Good to know. For sure. Okay, maybe yeah. I'll try to grab the Blu-ray or something like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. Do you have a Blu-ray player? Uh, my computer. Okay. Gonna grab the Blu-ray at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Circuit the City, bin. your yeah. local yeah, yeah, yeah. electronics Circuit store. City. We had one of those. It closed down. 
When's the last time you actually paid for a uh, Blu-ray? Mm. <laughs> uh, well, I was never into Blu-rays. I, I only purchased DVDs. Oh, HD it was DVD. Way back. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was a big uh, HD DVD I li- guy. I luckily never yeah, give into that scam. Laser discs. Actually, if you want some, I, I'm trying. Been trying to sell them for like the last ten years. So, oh, great! Uh, pass. Hit me up. Hard pass. Yeah. Well, Ryan, you got anything to plug? We asked yeah. all our guests this. Oh, speaking of plugs. Oh no. The catcher's mitt. <laughs> Are you trying to sell these? I'm just saying. That, like, you know, incontinence is a real problem, and uh, this is a discreet solution. All right. We appreciate your sponsorship on the show. Slide into home, not your underwear. The catcher's mitt. Jesus. <laughs> CJ, let's move on. What do you have to plug? Uh, you can email us at overtalkypod at gmail.com or call or text us at USACAT1591. We have a website. At overtalkypod.party at overtalkypod. Overtalkypod. Twitter. At overtalkypod. Wow, that was the quickest we've got through all of those. And that's it. That was really, that's really all good. The things. Uh, oh, good. no. They're here. And oh, no, they're here. New listeners, apologies. The overtalking overlords are here. There are ghastly otherworldly landlords who show up at the end of every episode. They look like dementors, uh, and they point point never apologize. They point a bony finger in my direction to remind me to remind you if you like the show, please go on iTunes and rate. Especially review reviews would help people find this podcast. Also, Uh, we spend no money on advertising. So, you like the show? Please tell a friend and spread the word. We really, really appreciate it. Stars. And tell your friends. Thank you. And with that, they have disappeared. <laughs> now you could have stopped there at the first one. And as we always say, this episode of the Overtalking Podcast was edited and produced by Ken and CJ. Special guest was Ryan Hines. Music by Justin Peters, logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.